They all said it behind her back. Belinda Applegate is so sweet. I wonder how she fell in with a crowd like Temple of Apophis. She'd overheard the shop owner, Evelyn Winters, saying this to Esther Branson, Karen Lamb, and Sandy Forth at the coffee shop only this afternoon. They hadn't seen her sitting in the corner booth with her nose in the latest Stephen King novel, nursing a latte and pretending to be engrossed in the book. She didn't draw attention to herself, though she easily could have. Instead, she quietly sat back, pressed her back into the stiff, cold orange vinyl of the booth, and listened to the women gossip. This town, Haleyville, was rife with gossip. All afternoon and through dinner she mulled it over. Didn't they understand love? Belinda loved Warren, and Warren loved her back. Certainly that wasn't the only reason she became a member of the temple, but she had to admit it was a factor. Besides, Temple of Apophis wasn't as bad as some of the other covens thought. They weren't on the inside like she was. They didn't see how kind and compassionate Brady, Tara, Warren, Gale, and Lawrence could be behind closed doors. So what if they occasionally killed rodents and chickens during carefully planned rituals? At least they weren't killing household pets and babies. Yes, admittedly, Brady and Lawrence could get rowdy and once, for shock value, the pair had killed a chicken and ate its raw heart during a public Valpurgish knocked right that all thirteen covens attended. Shadow Marbus, the Watch, Temple of the Magi, and the Ashtaroth Brerwood covens had all laughed about it afterward. But the other eight covens weren't amused. There were children there for demon's sake. The communal ritual had been canceled ever since because one-third of thirteen covens refused to sign the Code of Conduct Agreement proposed after the incident. She grabbed a frying pan and plunked it into the warm, soapy water in the sink. Those pansies in the Tiamat Leviathan and Lucifer's Haven were the worst, closely followed by the cult of Lucifuge and the Bale Collective. Self-righteous assholes. The solitaries, while they seemed to take the side of the softer covens most of the time, tried not to choose sides. After all, Eve and Esther made their living off of all thirteen covens. They were like stray dogs, their loyalty only extended to those who were paying customers. For Eve, she owned the largest occult shop in the area and kept all thirteen covens in supplies. Esther, on the other hand, was a powerful seer. She made her living reading for everyone in the area, and for an extra fee, she'd perform as the seer in any Goetic or Enochian operation, providing nothing else besides seeing was required of her. The covens kept her busy because it was hard to find a seer with the kind of talent she possessed. If both of them weren't under the protection of the other covens, though, Belinda was pretty sure members of the Shadow Marbus, or more importantly, Ellie Ayer, the formidable leader of that group, would have cursed them both by now. That was Shadow Marbus's claim to notoriety, a high priestess with bipolar disorder, sex addiction, and anger issues. The point being, she thought, was that none of the covens labeled shady by some of the others were any different than those who judged them. They were all human and flawed, and Belinda knew that someday they'd all see that. Babe, what's out there? Warren came up behind her and followed her gaze out the window into the backyard. Their small house wasn't much, but it was theirs. Well, Warren's, but technically hers too. Since she moved in, she'd redone every room and turned it from a metalhead bachelor pad into a welcoming home that she wasn't embarrassed for her parents to visit. Warren didn't seem to mind the takeover. He was the last male in the group to enter a long-term relationship.
and he didn't seem upset to see the remaining vestiges of his bachelor life come down. She looked into the window at his reflection, and the reflection of the large framed print of an inverse pentagram hanging over the kitchen table behind them. Nothing, I was just thinking. I should be done in a few minutes. She started scrubbing the pan again. They'd had fried pork chops for dinner. Despite having spent a few years in jail for possession of marijuana, Warren made enough working on computers that she was able to stay home and keep the house. Cooking and cleaning wasn't a bad gig. She liked it as it gave her time to read and work on her divination skills, which had grown stronger in the past two years. Warren had even suggested she ask Esther Branson for lessons, hoping that, with the elder seer's help, Belinda would access something untapped so the Tri-County area would have another talented seer. Esther was, after all, fast approaching her twilight years with no one to take her place when she passed. He smacked her ass playfully. Well, hurry it up, Belle. I want to do the ritual by eleven. Hour of Saturn.